wants to jump. 1,000 cars. Sir, you have a 1,000 cars. I don't think I'd attempt to try this stunt. Or we, we, we owe this horsepower to Uncle Sam. <laughs> Too many cars. Car. You know, roses would be... Uh... Like, I put my beer belly on it. Yeah. And you can't immediately tell somebody how many cars you have. You'll really give those uppity yuppies something to think about. Stay on the bar. Don't go yeah. off the bar with your Bronco. 1980 Volvo horns, what's right? Like, me, me. Yeah, the man's coolant. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I thought it'd be small. It's for a small car. And I'm like, yeah, but it's, it's still an automatic transmission. They're never going to be light. It's definitely going to have to crash. Starting off with Brad buying another car. That's the West. <laughs> Internet. You know, is this a Nigerian oil print? Uh, I also wish you drove a tan Camry. Anyways, anyway, that, that's har- a horrible, very horrible podcast content. Very inside joke. Welcome to Auto Off Topic. It's going to be the last episode of 2023, Brad. How do you feel about that? Well, it, it is December 28th, so that would make sense. How do I feel about that? Is that like a greater question of how do I feel about the year being over already? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's over. It went quick. It did. Very quick. I don't even understand some things. You and I talked a little bit pre-recording here, and we're both like discussing what we're going to talk about today and kind of our year-end wrap-up, look forward to next year, as has kind of become the tradition around here at Auto Off Topic. We always do a, a uh, I think last year we, call, we started calling it the uh, Project Car State of the Union. So that's kind of what we're going to do again here kind of do a quick synopsis of how 23 went and maybe what's the haps for 2024 coming up maybe I guess yeah I don't I don't know how it went so fast but it did it's over New Year's Eve this weekend 2024 and you know what Andrew thank God okay I'm over, I'm over it uh, I guess I don't know I'm over Had a good year. 23 behind me I, I ended it strong, but it started rough. We'll, we'll get into it. How's that sound? Yeah. So anyway, um, what's uh, what's uh, new with you? What's going on? What do we get to chat about before you get before you get deep into it here? Did you have a good Christmas? Number one. Yeah, Christmas was good. Um, I. It's funny. I set up for us. I think the link is in the discord and maybe I pinned it to the gaming channel. Um, if you've got EA Sports WRC, I did make a league for on off topic. You can probably also search it on RaceNet. If you know what I'm talking about, you've played the game. So, um, yep. I forgot to race in it last week, so it good. It does exist. I think I only did like four four rallies. It was just for okay. fun. I was doing Group A cars, and I was trying to do stuff that would have been done with the Group A cars. Like last week's race was the Pacific uh, environment stages, whatever you want to call like them. Like Japan, game. basically. No, it's there's a separate one for Japan. There's like Pacific Rally, like because um, in the in like the '90s, that's where Mitsubishi was like dominant in the Pacific Rally Championship. So Pacific so, Rally Championship, meaning like island nations or like i think that's what it's supposed to be okay it's like 
it's not Philippines. I, yeah, I think. And because okay. maybe I'm off the top of my head, maybe Australia is a separate stage in that game or a separate rally. They definitely have Japan as its own rally. I'm actually blanking whether there's Australia in it. I'll have to go back and check. But uh, the game's really fun. And so I was going to do like Group A, and then I was going to go into, I think it's like WRC1 is how they break it up. So it's like 1997 to 2001. So another sweet spot of rally cars that we like. So it looks like during Group A years, it would have been New Zealand, Malaysia, Himalayan Rally, Rally Australia, Rally Indonesia, Thailand Rally, yeah. Hong Kong, Beijing. So yeah, those China Rally. They just call it so. Pacific. So, yep, that's okay. So the game calls it Pacific. So it's kind of like the the stages of the Asia Pacific Rally Championship. Yeah, but it looks tropical. Is okay. what it looks in the game. So, so it's more like I, Malaysia. It, yeah, it Thailand. could equate to something modern that I'm not aware of right now. But there's that. Uh, and, you know, we played Forza the other week. That was really good. Yep. Yep, absolutely. I want to do that some more. I've been playing uh, playing solo a bit to kind of build up some some cars and, and whatnot. It's a little bit more difficult to build up cars than in the old game. Um, I think we mentioned that in our conversation about Forza. But it's also a little bit more rewarding because in Forza, you could just earn a bunch of cash and just go build up every car up to what you wanted it to be. I think it's kind of neat the way this works is you have to use the car. You can have all the cash in the world, but you can't use certain parts until you get to a certain level in the car. And I've been finding that it's been fun to take a car and run it for a few laps stock until you earn enough you know, point credits to put a set of tires on it and then modify it with a set of tires as your first mod and then kind of modify it like you'd modify a real car. And I don't know if that will eventually get old, but in the in this current point in time, I'm enjoying it immensely. So I've uh, been able to, I don't even know what I'd call it. They're not, they're not full hot rods. They're like, you know, bolt-on cars like a real car would be in my collection. So it's kind of a little bit more realistic that way. But the more you use it, the more things you can unlock. And I'm just uh, trying to build some cars up for our, you know, race sessions. So we can have some cars to compete with one another. But And even doing single player, it still gives you points. Uh, sorry, yeah. multiplayer online, it still gives you points. Yep, 100%. You can get a brand new car while you're playing multiplayer with somebody. And every, everything you earn during that multiplayer session goes towards the car. So you build up points faster in an actual, you know, event race, but whatever. It is what it is. Once I fix the wheel settings back to normal, so much better. Yeah, much better. Uh, quite enjoyable. To the point where I, now I want to try the online multiplayer again with like randos. Oh, okay. I have never it was done that. Fun when I did it. Yeah, I've I've never done that. I know that the AI control in the game is a little bit tough. Like the cars you're racing against in the in the series events, they're a little unpredictable. But hopefully it's a little better in the online world. I did notice that every time you tap a car, it decides whether or not to give you a penalty for your collision. Thankfully, it's pretty generous with those. And the only time it seems to give a penalty is when you like go off track 
and come back onto track and T-bone somebody, then you yeah. get a penalty. It'll be like avoidable contact, half second penalty. So anyway, yeah. So uh, let's get into it, Andrew. What? Uh, what? How was twenty twenty three automotive world for you? Yeah, I had to go back and really think about this because I didn't. Most of the cars, I actually didn't work on a lot of my cars this year. I didn't have to, which was nice. That must be nice. Yeah. I uh, I started out the year, I did the struts on Stephanie's Crosstrek because it was riding rough. And then I helped my dad do the muffler in my mom's Volkswagen, the Beetle, because it was rotted out. Um, oh, I did a coolant temp harness connector on the Gallant, and then I never drove it. Perfect. Uh, front brake lines on the G20 and front strut bar. And a rear strut bar. Well, the rear strut bar came later, so I split that up, but I guess, oh, yeah, okay. I can mention it now. Because it, like, I had to take apart the whole back package tray. I put speakers in it at the same time, so that was like, but that was like a few months later. Uh, I did a bunch of track days with the G20, got new wheels and tires for it. And then the the biggest thing I did was I went to the Nürburgring for the tourist days, tourist laps. Yep, that's huge. I forgot yeah. that was this year. Yeah. That's that like was, a bucket list, once in a lifetime kind of deal thing. So I think awesome. that's kind of why I didn't do a lot of other car stuff, because that, um, that was, it was not inexpensive, but it was worth it. Yeah, a significant chunk of your fun car money went into that. Yeah. For sure. So, uh, and then, you know, we went as a family, we went to the uh, IMSA at Lime Rock Park, which turned out to be apparently the last IMSA race for a while. They've removed it from the schedule, which is annoying. Hey, at least you were there, though. Yeah, the, uh, it's funny because they clearly on purpose did not tell anyone that. And it was like super busy and packed. Um. So that's a bit of a bummer, but I guess I'll have to go to Watkins Glen now and check it out. Sure. Or come out uh, to the West Coast to go to uh, Long Beach. Yeah, well, we'll get to what we're doing in 2024. Um, I finally went to a NASCAR race at a road course, Watkins Glen. After the race I wanted to go to at New Hampshire was rained out because it rained every single weekend this summer. Which also didn't help the car progress. No, it didn't. Uh, it, it got a little better, better towards the end of the summer. Like August wasn't as much as a rain out because it Watkins Glen weekend was good. Then it was like a bunch of weekends of back to back stuff in August. August was very busy. Um, I actually complain. I was complaining that maybe I'll talk about this in 2024 because some some events got moved around. So but anyways, uh, Grid Life at Lamarack Park. I did that instead of the historics. I'd absolutely go to Grid Life again. If you have a chance to go to a Grid Life on the West Coast, definitely do it. It's very, very good. Yeah, I do want to do that. And I'm yeah. I'm going to actually also try to possibly get to that one in Lime Rock this year. Yeah. And then instead of going to the historics, I uh, did something different at Thompson Speedway. They did Staggered, which also has a motorsport component now. It's also really good and definitely recommend checking it out because they do drifting. Well, they did drifting at both events. It was really cool. Um, 
then I don't know. I didn't do much. I did a few more track days. It wasn't much this uh, after that. I sold the Q45. I don't know if I talked about that. Nope, but it's gone. Yep. Uh, listener Steve Booten wanted it, so he's got it. Excellent. And I guess, I mean, things for 2024. We're going to the Rolex 2020. We're going to the Rolex at uh, Daytona. And that is less than a month away. Yeah, crazy enough, right? That's coming up fast. Yeah. Uh, So if anybody is listening that's in Florida and is going to go to the Rolex 24, we will be there. So just send us a message. We'll be there Friday through the race on Sunday. So we'll be around the track. We can certainly meet up with people around the track if you're going to the track. We're not going to meet anybody elsewhere, but if you're at Daytona, we will meet you at Daytona. We have a uh, another Phoenix friend coming. Okay, so, uh, Phoenix slash Boston friend uh, is coming. Yep. He's meeting three other friends from Boston. And, okay, cool. Uh, they're they're gonna meet us there. So they have an Airbnb, I think. So we'll uh, hang out the track with them too. Yep. I think there's some, there's some other people I know that might go. So I'll have to send them a Excellent. message. Should be a good time then. Uh, yeah. Um. And uh, yeah, I do want to look into like. Maybe the Long Beach Grand Prix. We'll have to figure that out. Yeah, for we'll sure. See. We'll see how it goes. That's on my uh, list. I bought fuel system stuff for the Galant last year or this year. Yeah, I I, I skimmed <laughs> I skimmed through last year's New Year's podcast uh, just to just to make sure I didn't overpromise anything. I had to eat my words for this year, which maybe a little bit, but. I did hear you talking about buying those for the Gallant, and that's why I was curious if you had done them yet. And I didn't think you had, and you hadn't. So I think that uh, I have not. we're going to have to hold you responsible for that this year. I was cleaning up my office down here and moved the box, I think, into the garage. So closer to the car. Yeah. So maybe <laughs> the elves will come and install it. Open open the hood and put asleep. it on the valve cover and hope for the best. Yeah. So I know you have all that stuff, so I'll try to hold you responsible for that. And I think that one of the big things that I'm going to hold Andrew responsible for next year is using his cars a little more. Yeah, I took the Galant out once to get a sticker. So Yeah, the Talon maybe twice. I I drove the Talon a lot more, actually. I drove it to Staggered. I drove it to Grid Life. Oh, took it to a couple too. cars and coffees. Um, right. I've got the rear subframe for that, and I've got all the adjustable arms and all new bolts and stuff. So I would like to try to get to that because that's something I can do right now is set up that subframe. Yep. I've got enough space in the garage. I can work on it. Sure. Um, And yeah, I got to do the front mount on that car. Yep. G20 shouldn't need much. I'll just just, maintenance. Maintenance, do some oil changes next year. Should be fine. I, I got the electric fan. I never put in the Montero. That thing's just kind of, it just works. It just runs other than making the sure. ticking noise that eventually I'll get to. That's going to need to do some more uh, off-road time. It it should. It, it needs some more off-road time. But it's been doing a lot of cars and coffees because Marco likes that truck. So that's the one we... He'll like it even more bouncing down a dirt path. He will. He will. Yeah. <laughs> to figure out how to get him out there with it. Um. That's really it. I it's like I haven't had to do much. Oh, I I got the G twenty to actually shine. That took like 
That was like a Most saga. That was like three or yeah. four weeks of <laughs> polishing. So what what is your uh, your your New Year's automotive resolutions? What do you hope to get accomplished this year? It should probably be to drive the Galant more. Okay. Use it so again. Fix the Galant I, system, fix the Galant fuel system, and drive the car more. It doesn't even need to be fixed. I'm just upgrading it because I'd like to switch it to speed density. Um, but I should just drive the car more. And the last time I drove it, it felt like one of the brakes was hung up. So I have to figure that out. Does Marco's seat fit in that car? Uh, yes, it should fit. And he also has, we got a minimalist travel seat when we went to Europe. Okay. That will also fit. Excellent. So you can use that in that car. Take him in that car as well. Because he'll probably enjoy being in that car now that he's getting a little older. The sounds, the feels. He was really, really upset when I sold the Q45. For whatever was reason, he? he'd never ridden it. <laughs> hmm. Well, he'll have to make up for it with rides in the Galant. So. Yeah. He sat in the, in the Talon, like, because I had to, like, move it in the yard. And he's out there. I'm like, well. Why don't you just sit in the seat with me and we'll just back into the garage because at least I know where you are. You're sitting right. in the seat with me. <laughs> I'm not going to run you over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that's cool. So that should be your goal for next year. And are you still, do you think, in the market for a chrome bumper car? Or is that on hold? I'm looking. It's, um, I think it's some other stuff going on. I'm going to wait probably. But if something but. comes up, maybe. Yeah, hopefully I'll have an extra on hand for it if it's the right price. All right. So I'm looking looking quite as hard. I'm looking, but I'm not like exactly ready. Not putting the call out there yet. No. But, you know, if the right car comes along, I'll try to make a move. I I believe the auto off topic way, Andrew, is always be looking. I feel like you could either do that. Or if you don't look, the universe will send you the right car because that happens sometimes too. I was not looking for the G20. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. But my thing though is I can't ever say that I'm not looking because I'm always looking. Otherwise, how do you find? ABL, always be looking. Always be looking. Always always be Facebook marketplace. Um, excellent. So it's a pretty solid 23 then. So you, you started off saying you hadn't done much, but lo and behold. I didn't do any like heavy repairs. Ah, you didn't have to. Who cares? That's great. That's that's a positive thing. Yeah, I kind of got like I've hustled over the last few years, so I haven't had to do anything heavy. I'm not at that point in my life yet. I'm trying to get there, but I'm not there yet. So I don't know if I'll ever be there, but hey. Who's counting? So, all right. So, my 2023. If you remember, in 2022, I bought three cars. Five cars, technically. But I got rid of three cars, and then two of the cars that I got during 2022, I got rid of. So, there was a ton of moving and whatnot of cars in 2022. So for the entire year of 2023, I can confidently say I did not buy or sell a single car. 
which might be the first time in a very long time. Hold up. I thought that I thought you bought the Mercure. Nope. Mercure. I had that at the end of 2022. November of 22. Really? Yep. Whoa. I thought we were talking about that being delivered in like the spring. Nope. November of 22. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's how fast this year went by. So, no. okay. Rewind now back to 2022 a little bit. I was upset because I bought that car. And then right after I committed to purchasing it and sending the money across the country to buy it, I was laid off. So that one hurt. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because I got laid off. I spent a ton of money in a car, immediately got laid off, and then had no source of income for a while. So I spent the first three and a half months of 2023 unemployed and had hoped to get a ton of stuff done on the cars that are here. But unfortunately, the uh, internal workings of my brain went, uh, instead of being full production into full depression mode, because I was pretty bummed about my job because I genuinely loved the job that I was doing. So unfortunately, I didn't get anything accomplished for the first quarter of 2023. Like literally nothing. I, there was, I don't know that I drove a car. You know, we'd go somewhere and Naomi would drive in her Hyundai and that was it. We didn't, I didn't do anything car related. Um, pretty bummed out about it looking back on it, but here's to never doing that again. So the first three months of the year, you know, I was going through like pictures and everything, kind of trying to put together what I did this year. And there's really nothing before going to the, uh, the Phoenix nationals NHRA event in March, which actually coincidentally is the same week that you were out here. So I went to my first NHRA pro-level drag event this year in March. I went to my first Indianapolis 500 this year in May. I returned to the reason that I moved to Arizona in the first place for the first time since being here. The Prescott Rally came back, and I was able to go to that. So we first came. I first came here to Arizona visiting in 2010 with you and Stephanie to attend that same rally. So that was kind of a, a full circle moment in my life. But once March ended, I started working a job and the job that I was working, I was literally working from 7 a.m. until minimally 6 p.m., sometimes 8 or 9 p.m. And I never had any free time. So that job also was not ideal after having no job. So now we're into July and I still haven't done anything. Almost nothing. I did buy a vehicle, just not a car. Because in the end of July, I, beginning of July, sometime in July, I bought a motorcycle. Which leads me to my first project of the year, which didn't happen until September. Oh, nope. I got to rewind a little bit. The same month I bought the motorcycle, I also started the suspension on the Corolla. So I did the suspension on the Corolla, the coilovers, and the refresh in the rear. Coilovers in the front and the refresh of the rear. Then I got a motorcycle 
that same month in July. Motorcycle worked for two weeks and the fuel pump went out. And that became an ordeal for like a month trying to get the correct part for the fuel pump. I don't think I got the motorcycle completely running again until after. So I think for the entire month of August, it was down. So I didn't get that running again until October. September. Oof, I'm pushing way ahead here. I don't know the, I don't know the order of months, apparently, Andrew. So nope. August, I didn't do anything. The, motor, the motorcycle was down all of August. I got it together in September, rode it a bunch of September. Took a new job. Finally got out of that job that I was doing 15 hour days and things finally started to calm down a little bit in my professional side of life around, I want to say it was the beginning of October. That's when the job thing kind of came down. Um, and finally I had free time. <laughs> so Naomi and I took a trip where we rented the wonderful Nissan Rogue and drove down the entire coastline of the western side of the United States, all the way from into Canada and into Mexico, everything in between. Came back here, did a couple of minor projects on things. I did the intake manifold on the 944 to prep it to go to Radwood, and then didn't take it because it needed wheel bearings. And then... I'm sure we all know what's going on right now with the car. I did take to Radwood because that was in November. I took the Eclipse to Radwood and blew it up in Long Beach. So while I did not buy a car this year, I did buy one motorcycle. But a purchase of one motorcycle is certainly less moving parts than last year's in and out of three, five, six, seven, eight different vehicles all told. So much uh much calmer uh tangentially i kind of bought a vehicle this year because naomi bought a new car so that was in september i want to say we bought the maverick which somehow already has seven thousand five hundred miles on it wild um but yeah that's the only new car that came into our life but it's, that's not my car that's naomi's car which she'll say it's both of our cars and she's not wrong but at the same time like that's her car so i don't count that one because i can't count it towards my car count so that's her daily so yeah that's that's how that's how 2023 went it was it was a wild one um between not having a job to having a job that took too much of my life to finally everything calming down in like october so unfortunately, because of all that, there's not a lot of car stuff that happened. Um, if I dug into it, I go back to every episode we recorded during the year. There's probably a bunch of little projects I'm forgetting that I did. But overall, I didn't do much or I haven't finished much, I guess is the right way to say it. Right. So I think that 2024 is already starting in a better position than I started 2023 in. So I'm hoping I can kind of take some of this energy and, and move it forward and and not have the same kind of year 2024 as I had in 23. So uh, I'm excited to go to Daytona with you because I have never been to a 24-hour race. That's a bucket list item for me. It'll be a first. 
Uh, we're going to Indianapolis again. I and you, you talked. Oh about, yeah, that's right. Yep, you talked about doing Long Beach, so I want to make sure that I get to Long Beach again. And as far as the cars, I have a few things in mind that I kind of want to put out there into the ether so that they're they're known. Uh, I think that 24 is going to be a big year for a change of vehicles around here. So, big things coming. I don't want to say that because <laughs> certain people will make fun of me. Um, but yeah, big things coming. Um, there's going to be, I don't want to call it a fire sale, but things are going to be moving on. So I talked about the fact that the Eclipse was supposed to be sold and then I drove it and blew it up. There's still the potential that after I put it back together again, it might be sold. It all depends on finances and feelings. The 944 is next after that. It's going to get a big project thrown at it when I'm done with the Eclipse. It's going to get all new suspension. It's going to get new brakes. Those aforementioned wheel bearings. It already has new tires. And then it's going to get a minor amount of bodywork done. Uh, all in the chasing the value of the car, I guess. Because I think that by doing all of those things, it's going to bring the value of the car up a lot. So putting the effort in the car, I think it's going to be worth my while. So that's going to be the, as soon as the Eclipse is back together, the 944 was under the knife. So, and the culmination of all of that will be New timing belt, balance belt, water pump, and then that'll be, you know, next person who buys the car gets it 100% ready to go. All maintenance done, all maintenance accounted for, and uh, ready to enjoy for another 30 or 40,000 miles or whatever the timing belt interval is in those cars. So I think that's that's the plan after that. I think the Mercore is going to go away this year. I've talked about my trials and tribulations with that car. Oh, I guess that was a project this year. At the beginning of the year was the the fuel system on the Mercor was probably in January of this, this year. So I got to go through that car as well. Uh, not quite to the same level as the 944, but just a couple of things. I developed a little oil leak I want to fix and a couple of minor, minor little problems and, and move that one down the river as well. And then decide what to do with that car cash. So there's been a few ideas up my sleeves. I've been talking to you and everybody in the Discord off and on about purchasing a either an Evo, importing an Evo 3, Evo 3, Evo 4, or maybe doing another Galant VR4. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But the, the big, big, big goal for 2024, not counting those, is to have at least one of the two projects in the backyard running. Um, either the Star Area or the Cressida. Hopefully both. I'd like to not go through another year without having those cars running. Uh, and then the other big thing is Naomi's Mustang. It has to happen this year. It's, uh, it's been put off too long. And it's not my car. It's it's you know well it's it's our car, but it's it's her car, and I want to get her car done and her car running because 
listen, she helps out and puts up with all of this nonsense with my cars. So it uh, is certainly a deserved thing. And I want to get that taken care of this year. So actually her Christmas gift from me this year consisted of almost nothing but Mustang parts. So a bunch of engine stuff that we needed to pick up. We now have. So we can start putting that together. So, but yeah, that's, that's where we're at. It's, it's a whole lot of the same, Andrew. And I hate to be like the, the negative Nancy there, but this year was, this year was a rough one and not a lot of car stuff was really accomplished, but hopefully next year is a little, a little different. There's big plants, big plants. And I need to make sure that I'm getting out to Massachusetts at least twice this year, too, to finish the Yellow Colt. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that thing. Well, I need to be there twice because I need to be there once to take the gas tank out of it and send it off somewhere to be cleaned. But then it takes like, you know, seven to ten days to get it back from the radiator shop that cleans the gas tanks. So I can't. I need to coordinate that somehow so it's gonna require me going out there and taking it apart and then going back out there again putting it back together again so it is what it is but i want to have at least two more cars gone from massachusetts before this year is out so that's where we're at it's been a it's been it's been a year andrew it's been a year another it has Another year of cars. So, but like I said, the good the good news is is that I'm uh, I'm in a better place this year. So, I'm not starting the year unemployed. I'm not starting the year depressed. I'm starting the year in an enjoyable career and having positive thoughts about all the garbage in the side yard. So, the plan is to have everything as much stuff as possible fixed. I think is the is the goal, right? So yeah, as much as possible fixed. So anyway, that's it. That's my uh, 2022, 2020, sorry, 2023, 2024 look back and outlook. So yeah. So what I was talking about uh, with events is that uh, I was annoyed and have been annoyed over the years that all of the big car events would fall on the same weekend almost every single time in July, like IMSA, NASCAR, uh, your dad's concourse, the Misslewood, uh, Northern Forest Rally. Like It would be like one weekend or like a one-week spread between them in July. Correct. Um, but now, uh, so no more IMSA at Lime Rock. Uh and they moved the NAS. Oh, also the NASCAR race would be the same weekend. They moved the NASCAR race uh, to the end of June, so that's different. Um, and New England Forest Rally, as a national event, has been canceled. Uh, so they're talking about a regional event. I don't know if a date's been announced for that, but there's talks about that. So we'll see. Um. So yeah, now everything's not on top of each other. But you know, it's good and bad, I guess. Yeah, I'm not sure what the 2024 New England 
Forest Rally Plan is. I don't think there even is a technical, like officially it's happening event yet, is there? I think last I saw they were still looking into hosting a regional event. Yeah. So, so. I, I'm sure people will make it happen because the problem is uh, if there's not that regional, the rest of the rallies are very far away for people to get to. Sure. But the other problem is in order to run a regional event, I'm sure it costs more because you don't have the, or it's, or it's harder to get permission for things because you don't have the national support behind it. I have no idea. Yeah. I don't, I don't have enough information on that either. Unfortunately, it's not really, I know a... they were looking for a clerk of course. So, which is an extremely stressful unpaid position. So yeah, no, thank you. No, thank you. So, Oh, actually, one of my big goals for 2024 is to host or host this uh, rally event out here. Um, not a dirt rally, but like a road rally event. Forenoon Cup. So, uh, nope. Yes. Not I, Forenoon Cup. No? no? No. This is unrelated to Forenoon Cup. Okay. Um, I didn't do one in 2024, and I apologize. We just, the year got away from me. I will try to do one for 2024 and I know people want one and they will help. If I ask for help, I just haven't done that. Sure. So the one out here, um, have I talked about it all on here yet? Uh, I think so. You were talking about somebody was asking you to help set up the roads or something. Okay. Well, it's happening though. So I can officially say something. So the rally is going to happen. It's going to happen. March, April, it's going to be, so I don't have an official date yet. We're working on either last weekend in March, first weekend in April. It needs to be late enough in the year that there's not going to be snow up north, but early enough in the year that it's not going to be 120 degrees down here in Phoenix. Uh, the name of the rally is going to be the RSR, um, which is the Rising Sun Rally for here in Arizona. The Rising Sun Rally, um, well, well, I'll just get into it. I'm not a huge fan of the name because no. it makes it sound like it's just Japanese cars. Yeah. But it's not just Japanese cars. There's no hard, fast rule about cars, uh, but it's going to be invite only the first year. So if you're listening to this and uh, you want to learn about it, let me know and we can chat. So it's going to be a single day event. Uh, in the same vein as a lot of these typical rallies you see happening, you know, in the California coast. And we have a couple of super high end ones that happen here up in the mountains, but this is going to be a little bit more casual. Uh, it's not going to be a free event. There will be a cost involved with it, uh, but there's also going to be official like starting point and a midday lunch and an end of day banquet. So, and we have a couple of people uh, tasked with, being our photographers and it's going to help them get paid as well to do their thing. So it's going to be uh, an official event. You know, we'll have little magnets and stickers and t-shirts and all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely happening. It's being put on by myself uh, and uh, my friend uh, Mike and my friend Tim. Uh, Tim has been instrumental in some of the California rallies in the past and he really is the driving force behind it. He knows what it takes to put one on and how to really kind of organize it the way he wants to organize it and set the roads up 
and it's uh, it should be fun. Like I said, we're going to try to keep it small for the first year, maybe get a little bit more interest in it for the second year and do a two-day kind of overnight deal a little further away for the second year. But this first year is going to get our feet wet, and we're going to have a single day, you know, morning into evening, almost a loop so that it ends back somewhere where it's closer to the city, and then we'll be able to have some kind of a end-of-event banquet at a restaurant or something down here in Phoenix. So keep your eyes and ears peeled for that. We've had a couple of organizational meetings, and we have some more coming up pretty quickly. So there'll probably be more information coming out soon. So that is unrelated to anything for Noon Cup that I still need to get on and do. And that would be, you know, just a way more casual draft. So, but yeah, that's happening. So it's uh, soon. Cool. Sounds really good. Yeah, it should be a good time. Figuring 20 cars or so for the first year, probably a good number. We don't want to overdo it. And then the car car theme is really just going to be, it's, I don't know. <laughs> it's going to be cars that have some sort of sporting intention. So we don't want your Camry, Prius, Corolla. Your Camry. A, your definitely Camry. not my Camry. No. I mean, unless it's an old 80 Corolla. No rogues. Or something. No rogues. No SU, no, no tallest. By the way, on off topic, car of the year, rogue. Is it, though? <laughs> I don't know. Or lately, it's been Camry talk that I've been hearing about. So, listen, we're not fancy. We don't get access to anything fancy. So, we got to review what we can review. So, and we review what we have, which are Camrys and Rogues. So that's what you get. And so you got a Maverick in there too. You got a Maverick. So for new cars this year, we reviewed a Maverick, a couple of Rogues, and a Camry. Maverick's the only one you spent money on, so that's really the car of the year. Yes, that's true. Yeah, last week was was presented by Honda Days because you bought a new Honda, even though it was a scooter. And uh, this week is the car of the year, the Maverick, because it's the one we actually threw down for so i like that but yeah i think 2024 is going to be good andrew it's gonna be good for auto off topic it's gonna be good for us individually uh i know i teased having some more merch for sale soon uh it is in the process last i checked the hats were ordered or there or something plus i would like to look into some t-shirts because i did a fun design that everybody liked Okay. But I don't want it to be a sticker. I think it'd be more fun on the back of a t-shirt. Sure. You well, you know the one I'm talking about. I know the sticker you're talking about. Absolutely. Yeah. T-shirts are harder to get done than hats, unfortunately, it seems. To get, to get done yeah, I have a problem. A couple of people have told me just try to find a local place to deal with. So I'll see. Yeah, the drop shipping was way more convenient, but not consistent. It is not. Um, yeah. And if I would do it, knowing our audience, no offense, I'd probably just do a run of large and extra large black t-shirts. Sure. None taken. <laughs> large it's, is fine. Uh, I, you, you seemingly can't go wrong with a black t-shirt these days. They are very much in style. So It is a car guy uniform. So, Yep. Uh, I don't and I get the, it. It is, it is I don't slimming. Think 
I don't think it'll ever go out of style. It's more than it's just slimming. Like if, if you're a car guy, you inevitably get greasy and anything yes. that's not black gets ruined. So, or you're driving around in your project car with no AC and you've got flop sweat. So when you get out of the car, if it's black, it doesn't show as much. Exactly. Until yes, it dries. Black, black t-shirts <laughs> are the way to go for sure. But no, we have we have lots of lots of good plans. I don't want to sit here and say that exactly what it, what everything is, but there's lots of stuff that's hopefully happening. So, oh, also, I wanted to give a special shout out. Twenty twenty three, rest in peace, parked on the block. Uh yeah, I'm I'm looking into that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I want to talk to you about that after the, after the show. But yes, twenty twenty three. Rest some, in peace. Parked in the block. Yeah, there's some work to be done to that. So, yeah. Um, I feel like I, I'm gonna double check. I don't think we had any. I think we had a couple pedantic corrections from last week's episode. Oh, we definitely did. We definitely did. Okay. Um. Yes. The. Mr. K in the Nissan commercial yes. was not actually Mr. K. Right. It was an actor portraying Mr. K. Yes. Which made me upset. Because I always thought it was Mr. K. And it was presented as it was Mr. K. And yep. Mr. K was alive and well at the time. And I don't know why he wasn't in the ads. It's not like the guy had an acting role. Because he's not an actor. Yeah, but he didn't have like a lot of words to say. He said stuff like dogs love trucks. That was about it. Yeah, I have to hire actors, man. Actors union. But I thought if you're portraying a genuine person who's alive, it's fine. So whatever. The uh, uh, Sam said, so Daihitsu being pronounced Daihats might be right as Desu. It's he's she's is pronounced Des. Also, Daihitsu apparently has ceased production because yes. they have been lying about crash testing for the last 30 years. So that was kind of funny that we talked about Daihitsu commercials and they're shut down. Yeah, lying about crash testing results for 30 years? That's a that's a long con. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's I a... think there was a scandal a few years ago. Mitsubishi did it for the Mirage, but it was like two years. It was, was that crash tests or was that... Fuel mileage. Oh, no, no, it wasn't. I'm sorry. It wasn't crash test. It was mileage. Yeah, it was fuel mileage, which is, I feel like, way less oh, yes. self-serving. Like, <laughs> you're fudging the numbers for fuel mileage is one thing. Telling somebody they're buying something that's safer than it is is a whole nother story. Like, I don't think that that's good. Which I think... Maybe that happens in Japan because they don't have independent crash testing. We'd have to look into that. Yeah, I'm not you sure. Know, here, you know, it's, it's a, crash tests are certified by the, you know, highway safety or whatever it is. Yeah, National Highway National Highway Transportation yeah. Safety Administration. Yeah. So uh, also we talked we talked about luxury brands. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that Mazda's luxury brand was Unos. That's kind of what I thought, but I wasn't sure at the time. I thought the Unos was only what they called the Roadster. No, because the Cosmo was also called a Unos. 
Oh, right. And so was an RX-7, right? Or no, no, that was an FNI, right? FNI, yeah. Interesting. Kind of weird how they did that, right? Yeah. And then their their luxury division, they were going to call, they were going to have a luxury division like Acura, Lexus, yada, yada. Uh, But it was going to be called Amati. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. But that did not happen. So... Um, let's see. Lots of things that I corrected last week. Uh, there was one more. Oh, I talked about the RX-7 four-lug versus five-lug. Yes. And the four-lug went until 88. So I was right to call you out. I had a hint in, like... No, I, but the ad's at 89, so... Okay. It was still wrong. And... Uh, I'm not going to confirm that one as fact yet because I need to do a little more digging myself. So, because I was trying to dispute it and I kept coming up also with 87 as the last year of the four lug car. So, hmm. but I don't want, I want to put out there that somebody did tell us that it was 88, but sources need to be cited and uh, we'll revisit that one next week. So. Yeah, but that I was a fun one. Right. People liked it. I could still be right. I did yeah, the last editing to that one. Yeah, cutting in the cutting in the ads there was a little key, so that was good, good stuff. But, all right. So you know what's crazy? Uh, a few years ago, you used to be able to like, it was really easy. You could just rip audio from YouTube. Mm-hmm. You cannot do that anymore. It's very annoying. Um, so trying to find like, get the audio for the ads. It's this is so like, uh, bootleg, but it worked. I just would, I played the ads into this microphone from the computer to record them. It's like you were back in fourth grade recording songs on the radio to cassette tape? Yes, but if I had a separate cassette recorder and a radio that didn't have a cassette player. Okay, so you didn't like line in record. You did literally speaker, speaker out to microphone in. Yes. Well, it worked. It did work. Um... Because there's like a hack on a on a Mac, you can you can open up QuickTime and do a record from the internal mic, and it'll, it'll work sort of that way. Okay, it's not the greatest quality, but it works because they were already low quality anyways. Commercials. It's funny. I wonder if that's going to cause any issue with YouTube playback of the podcast if you uploaded the podcast to YouTube. No, because they're all they're all cut short enough, and technically, it's fair use. Because we're commentating on them. And it's commercial. It's not like... Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Well, hey, whatever. A little behind-the-scenes action right there. Yeah. So you anyway, can, yeah, look, Copyright's look, interesting like that. Look, look, Looking forward to 2024. We have some stuff planned. Um, 2023, we had some stuff planned that we didn't get to. But again, as we just talked about this year, was a bit much. I think 2024 is going to be uh, a much stronger year. Um, we're really going to be pushing scale autocast stuff. As you know, the scale autocast group build is happening. I need to repopulate some stuff out there into the internet to remind everybody about that. Yep. But there are a few builds in process, so that's good. Going to have that open at least to the end of January. It might wind up getting pushed a little bit just because the holidays, I think, put everybody back a little bit. But at this moment, I haven't even started. I was going to try to start tomorrow. Yeah, at this moment in time, end of January is the date. So we might push that to like mid-February. But yeah, at this moment in time, it's end of January. So 
Not that it matters because there's no prize. It's just, hey, trying to get everybody building, right? So that's yeah. uh, that's that's happening this year. Scale out a cast. We've already done our first episode. We're about to record our second episode. So that's actually moving forward. Everything's happening. Everything's moving forward. Just a little bit at a time. I think I spoke last week. Maybe I didn't. There's a video coming out shortly featuring my blue Colt from a friend of the show, Jalopy Jeff. So look for that on YouTube and on his Instagram and TikTok pages. And yeah, um, follow the podcast. Auto off topic on threads on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram, TSISS350. And Andrew, where can they follow you? You can follow me, uh, Ray Snanger. I'm on Instagram. I'm on threads. Uh, you know, in the metaverse. Uh, and um, Scale Autocast is also on Instagram and on threads. Excellent. I think you're doing most of the Scale Autocast, Scale Autocast on Instagram, and I'm kind of doing it on threads, which is fine. Well, I'll tell you right now, I haven't put a Content's post up a little there bit different. in two weeks. So and well, the other fun thing is you can you can now they fixed it. You can share a post from Instagram to Threads and vice versa. But now that means useful. that Instagram and Threads are just becoming the same content. Uh, sort of. I mean, I've used it to go back and repost some stuff that's good for my Instagram to get a little more traction. So okay, that's where it's useful. Okay. Yeah, I think we need to schedule some more posts, but that's a topic for off of the air. So, so uh, happy new year, everyone, right? Yeah, happy new year. All right, cool. Here's that the 2024. Yeah. Yeah, 2024. Keep cars analog, no rogues, and aim for the roses.